You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network brought to you by Federal Premium Ammunition and their new centerfire rifle ammunition, Terminal Ascent. Now, the Terminal Ascent has a slipstream polymer tip that helps flatten trajectories and initiates low-velocity expansion at longer ranges. The Terminal Ascent gives you match-grade long-range accuracy in a bonded hunting bullet and it comes in a variety of cartridges including the 6.5 Creedmoor, the 280 Ackley Improved, the 28 Nosler, the 7mm Remington Mag 30-06 and the 300 Win Mag. If you want to find more information about the Terminal Ascent, visit federalpremium.com and while you're there, check out It's Federal Season, the official podcast of Federal Ammunition. Welcome, folks, to the Freshwater Bite Podcast, your source for everything freshwater fishing. I'm your host, Lee Kleino, and on this podcast, you will hear from diehard anglers like yourself, the backstories of those anglers, techniques they use, gear reviews, and everything in between. So if you like fishing, turn it up, because this episode's about to kick off right now. Welcome back, everybody. To episode number 57 of the podcast, 5-7. Come on, get cozy, whatever you're doing, whatever, crank this up in your, your vehicle, or if you're just relaxing at home, because this is a great podcast episode for you. I have Andy Cleveland and also Matt Trotz on from Head to Head Fishing. And if you haven't heard of Head to Head Fishing before, I highly recommend you head on over to headtoheadfishing.com and that is h2hfishing.com because this is this could be what is the start of um i don't want to say the new norm because that's overplayed this past year but it is a platform of competitive fishing that i think is here to stay for the long haul um when it comes to competitive fishing in so far the the bass and walleye world and this podcast we talk about a what the 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 tournament is all about the head-to-head fishing how it got started and kind of the details of how you can become involved and become a member and maybe try to fish one of these tournaments locally when it comes your way Um, And I think it's a great way for us to not only promote the sport of fishing, but other aspects and other areas of fishing like walleye fishing to kind of bring it to more mainstream and or up to the popularity of, let's say, bass fishing. So without any further ado, I want to introduce Andy and Matt. Uh, We have a great conversation and I learned a ton and I'm super pumped for what this what the future holds. Well, for Donnelly. Hey, there you are. We got you too. <laughs> is this uh, Matt and uh, Andy? Sure right. is. All right. Is. Well, thanks, boys, for coming on the podcast. Uh, I'm talking with Matt Trotz and Andy Cleveland. Is that correct? From Head to Head Fishing. It's Trotz. T R A T Z. It's like a horse trots. That's a little confusing, and you could see why I screwed that up, right? It happens all the time. <laughs> so, Lee, just imagine being one of our anglers when Andy and I mess up their names and how the, how they feel. And we're pretty good at doing that. We butcher them. <laughs> do you guys apologize live on air or do you do it post-tournament? Post, uh, it depends uh, if we like them. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, or or if they, they're coming at us with fisticuffs, then we might have to back off. But otherwise, it's usually like a grovel. We're on our knees, and yeah. we're so sorry. Yeah, we're good at apologizing. <laughs> sorry, did you guys wrong like that? You know, it was, <laughs> we were live on air, and I got caught up in the moment. Yep, it's all good, buddy. Um, well, hey, again, thanks for coming on the podcast and setting time aside. I know it's been something that, Matt, you and I have been working on for, I don't know, a couple months now, and just our schedules haven't lined up, but... Um, I wanted to get you guys on the podcast to kind of talk about head-to-head fishing. Um, you know, I am aware of what head-to-head fishing is, and we're going to get into the details of it and what it's all about. But for the listeners out there, kind of talk about um, yourselves for a little bit. Matt, we'll start with you, kind of like where you're from, how you grew up fishing, and then Andy, we're going to jump over to you as well. 
All right, perfect. Well, first and foremost, thanks for having us on, buddy. It's uh, like you said, we've been trying back and forth, but you know, life gets in the way, and we got some busy schedules going on. You yourself included, Lee. But talk about me a little bit. Well, I have. I grew up in obviously Wisconsin. Uh, big advocate of the outdoors. Love fishing and hunting and playing sports and everything like that. And how I got my start with you know head to head goes back a little ways. Is I started with working with The Real Shot, who obviously is a tackle provider, you know, very close ties to head-to-head fishing. I started working on the sales floor and, you know, kind of worked my way into being more of a personality for The Real Shot. And it just led the owner, Brian Keller, to kind of realizing that. And once we started doing more podcasts and things like that, I kind of, I like to say that I'm the... um, the Ryan Seacrest of, <laughs> of like the real shot and head to head because I host a number of different podcasts. I have my own show that is a live stream show very much like head to head. It's called the guided life. Okay. So, I mean, it's a, uh, it's a lot of work doing all these shows, but I love every minute of it. And so myself, um, Brian Keller, like I said, who is the owner and the, the main guy of head to head and the real shot and then Zach Hoffman and another gentleman, Justin Munt, we did the very first head-to-head events that came out in 2019. Okay. And those those were a grind. Those were bass events over two different weekends, and those were 24 hours pretty much straight of nonstop work. It was, we started, we fished a morning session, took like an hour break, and then we fished an evening session. And the idea behind head-to-head and stop me if I'm kind of going sidetrack. I know we want to get into Andy too, so I'll, I'll kind of get in more of the idea stuff here. But let's let Andy kind of introduce himself to all your listeners as well. Yeah, perfect. Because you guys are the dynamic duo that announces the head-to-head fishing. So we got to hear from your better half, Andy here. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So yeah, again, Lee, thank you so much for having us on. But uh, Andy Cleveland, so um, grew up in Appleton, Wisconsin here. So right around the same area as the the real shot and um, grew up hunting, grew up fishing, sports and everything. And in 2008 is when I got involved with the Wisconsin Bass Nation. I, I became a member to learn how to fish better um, because up until then, you know, I fun fish, but uh, as far as being an intelligent angler, um, I had a ways to go. And through that, I ended up working my way up to becoming president of local clubs And then I also became president of the Wisconsin Bass Nation. And I did that for four years. And it's really through those years that kind of gave me my credentials to where I am now, because um, during that time, I helped, uh, you know, Bass Masters, B-A-S-S Bass. Um, I helped them locally in Green Bay when they brought the Elite Series here. I was at uh, several Northern Divisional tournaments run by Bass. And I got to get mentored firsthand by the top guys at bass and how to run and and set things up and it's pretty much through those connections um that i stayed in contact with where kyle uh, carpenter who was kind of uh directing everything with head to head um when when he stepped in last year he just gave me a call and said hey um we need a guy to come in and commentate some bass events or, you know, a bass event. Are you interested? I said, yeah, you know, I'd love to do it and uh, stepped in. And, and that's really the first time I got to meet Matt. And uh, it was, it was kind of love at first sight, you know, <laughs> everything just worked. And we had uh, had a blast. We had a lot of fun. And one thing led to another. And now going into this year, um, you know, I'll still be doing the commentating the the bass events, which are local, but I'm also now the director for the professional walleye series. And uh, I'll be going out on the road and managing everything out on the road with the anglers, as well as hosting a live show. Every day we'll be doing a live show that'll be between one to two hours. So okay. Kind of a kind of a crazy journey how we got here, but uh, definitely a lot of fun and and just just excited for the future. It's good to see a bass guy falling in love with walleyes to go out on the road to follow the walleye guys. Okay, hang on. A <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, just I said it was my credentials. <laughs> no, it's you know it's funny because there is that oh yeah rivalry between you know bass and walleye yeah. It's a lot of fun to kind of jab at each other, but at the end of the day, we're all anglers, yep. and 
you know, the, what, what I found is the 32 anglers that we have involved with the Pro Walleye Series are every bit top-notch as every bass angler you ever want to see. These guys are just unbelievable. One guy is uh, in the Freshwater Hall of Fame, you know, to, to show you the caliber of anglers we have. They're truly 32 of the best in the nation. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I agree. I looking at your guys's lineup that I've been following so far, it's and it's the momentum that it's taken off and more big names are joining. It's really cool to see. And, you know, being from Michigan, I don't, there's not really that bass versus walleye thing here. I've just found that out after talking and interviewing a lot of people on the podcast. It's more of a Minnesota, Wisconsin thing that, that <laughs> there seems to be this rivalry, but in the great Lakes state, we really don't care what you fish. And I know it's just more of a inside joke kind of jabbing fun but i just <laughs> i thought that was that was cool that i know you volunteered to go on the road to to follow the walleye guys <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. quite a journey <laughs> yeah but uh well cool so let's tell the listeners about what head-to-head fishing is all about and kind of um maybe if you guys have a little bit of history and knowledge about where the idea came up of and like you know in its infancy yeah, so I'll tackle kind of the history, then I'll let Andy get into some of the more, you know, technical side of it, Lee. So so like we were kind of talking about earlier, 2019 was the very first head-to-head, and Brian Keller was a former professional walleye angler, and these are conversations he had with some of the 32 that we're lucky enough to have in our field. Oh, you know, I think it was in 2010 when some of these ideas were, you know, in his mind, like... Brian is a very forward thinker. If like he has an idea today, um, or if you have an idea today, you're already behind the curve on him because this guy is light years ahead of, you know, most things in the industry right now. And for where we grew from 2019, like I said, it was a small, um, small studio style setting with a couple of monitors, you know, some fancy equipment for us to live stream the events is, you know, just mind blowing to where we're at, where we are at right now. So, you know, like I said, we started those events. I think we started the day and forgive me if my, I'm not exact. It's, I think we started at seven o'clock. We fished from seven to noon. And the cool thing we wanted to do at that time with the bass fishing side of it, right? Cause, cause bass, let's just be honest with it right now. Bass is like, if, if we were to say we had a competitor, it's bass and we want to make the walleye industry you know, as notable for, for bass sure. fishing as, as you know, bass is. And and it's one thing that are even the anglers or even the walleye anglers that we've had some of them fish our events of last year, they knew that this is something that the walleye industry needed. Mm-hmm. So we went, for, we went to bass right away and our anglers loved it, right? Like first and foremost, to have a boat or a camera in their boat for five hours, giving them the credibility that they needed was, was huge. And we kind of flexed our muscle a little bit last year we actually the very first two weekend events were on multiple different bodies of water at at one time so like we had events going on where we had anglers spread across three different three different lakes and you know certain counties throughout wisconsin and it was it was a lot of work but we pulled it off and then you know we had a couple we have two different champions and those anglers wanted they, they just couldn't get enough like they're like, how do we do more of this? When is more of this going to happen? And so that well, that kind of fast forward into 2020. So 2020, we already knew we we're going into the into the bass side again, right? That was that wasn't even a question. But you know, Brian, being a former walleye angler, is like, we need to do this for walleye fishing. Mm-hmm. What what are your guys' thoughts? And we we're like, yeah, of course. Like it's it's a no-brainer at that point. So we're like, well, let's test the waters and see how it goes. Well, what we did last year is we actually had it planned where we were going to fish Minnesota and Wisconsin. We were going to have eight events spread out between Minnesota and Wisconsin for bass, and then the same thing, same eight of or you know eight different events spread between Minnesota and Wisconsin for walleye. And so, you know, we've got all the permitting and everything like that. Well, then obviously, you know, COVID hit and that kind of handcuffed us going to um, to Minnesota. And it even handcuffed us in the fact that we didn't even know if we were going to have a whole entire season. There's many tournaments out there getting canceled. And we were kind of like, oh, you know, how, how are we going to pull this off? Well, let's talk about how we pull it off. Head to head is 
eight anglers, you know, spread out one angler per boat with a cameraman official in the boat. And you can't get any more social distancing than that. Most of these boats are the the minimum they had to be was 17 feet. So we, we are a lot, you know, we could do social distancing that way. So there, there you go. So now we're allowed to have the events. Well, now we can't go to Minnesota because of all that stuff going on. So we had to host events in Wisconsin. So we had to fish the De Pere, you know, the Fox River and De Pere quite a bit. Then we had to fish Lady Bagel, which is in our backyard quite a bit. And, and then, then we kind of got lucky and we were able to go with some different bodies of water for the bass fishing stuff. But, you know, even though the bites were tough at times in 2020, particularly more on the walleye side than it was on the bass side, Fans absolutely loved it. And the fact that it was live streamed and myself and the other commentators, Andy included in that, were monitoring uh, comments, answering questions live on the air. You know, that's that's what did it. You know, that's what gave people the hook on into the world of head to head fishing. I mean, let's not let's not sugarcoat this head-to-head fishing is a reality show yeah if if you want to think about it that way no that's what i was actually i was going to comment something along the lines of a lot of times like if you think about mainstream bass fishing in the past and you know when when most folks get to see the nwt you know it's always months later or a week later or something like that it's hard to get the live updates unless you're following online or something like that but like you said it's a like a live reality show happening at that moment, wherever you're at. So if you're at work and you pull up on the side window and you've, you've got it up there, you're witnessing what's going on right there. And I think that's what addicts people to it because you, 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 people are sitting in their cubicle or wherever they're at, but they know that they can follow some kind of competition that they're you know, really into bass fishing or walleye going on live right now. And it's kind of cool to see that, see that come to life. We had, we had so many comments, Lee, of people that were like, oh, my God, thank you for head-to-head fishing in 2020. You got me through a rough year. You, you know, you made the workday go by so, so much quicker. And, I mean, it, we, to be honest with you, we couldn't have drawn it up any better, right? I mean, we were fortunate enough that we're, there were a lot of people that were at home and there were a lot of people that were readily available to have a computer or a phone, you know, right next to them. But I mean, with, without the fans of head to head, we would, I don't know if we'd be here right now. And and that's just, that's just the plain truth about it. Well, yeah. And in a weird way, I mean, you get, you guys didn't quarterback it this way, but it's like the tournament style and the way it's laid out and the rules, everything, it was like designed to be to to make it through a pandemic where everything shut down you know what i mean like it the way that you guys did it like you said there's only one other person in the boat with the angler and you you got your social distancing and everything like that you know it i think it was you guys were able to adapt and to pull it off and you know i think everyone like you said appreciated your efforts to to keep it going yeah and and i mean the cool thing for us was you know because other tournaments were not able to host events due to numbers due to the fact that they had to travel and everything like that i mean not only did we get a great coverage on social media but even we got some great local coverage on news stations and then you know word got out fast about what really head-to-head was and like i said you know the fans were were sharing it and you know you'd see comments of, oh my god what is this have you checked this out lately and you know and the cool thing about like andy and i when we first got to do our first bass event together is like if we kind of had to phrase it, I mean, Andy and I are are a good team. We we know how to have fun. And if I, I kind of told Brian this the other day, I said, you know, I, I want to not lose that reality of who like Andy and I are. And then, you know, Jay Steffens, who is stepping in as another commentator in the studio with myself. And then, you know, we, we speak about legends with like Hall of Famers, Daryl Christensen you know, that, that guy is a legend in his own right. And so three, three of us in studio, plus Andy on, on location, being a tournament director, there's not too many, you know, we're, we're, we're an awesome, awesome team of commentators. And I, I just, I just think that, you know, if you could ever say what head to head kind of is on the commentation side, it could be like redneck professional, man. Like we're not afraid to, to crack up and we're not afraid to, you know, make a mistake, but 
you know, there's a lot of times where in, in walleye and bass fishing, you know, I have good knowledge, but I don't have the knowledge of, you know, if we were going to do math on how many years that the PWS has an experience, I mean, mm. it's it's probably got to be well over hundreds. hundreds of years. And it's it's crazy that, you know, we'll make a mistake and our fans aren't afraid to call us out. Like Andy and I will be like, oh, it looks like he's throwing, throwing a, a jig with a plastic and they'll be like, whoa, whoa, guys, that's this bait and that bait. And they they like the, the interaction. Oh, yeah. What it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> I know my boundaries and I don't try to step too much into the bass world with naming baits and what they are. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I, I understand what you guys are saying, but I think. I think that's what the fans appreciate. It's something that is isn't scripted. It is raw. It is authentic, and it has deep roots within just fishing in general. And I think that's that's good for the sport, and it's good for the future of the sport too. Of what you guys are doing, so yeah. And I'm gonna let Andy kind of talk more about you know what what the the kind of the behind the scenes the the seminar aspect of what the viewers are actually gonna watch and learn as they're you know watching a head to head event. Yeah. Hey, Andy, real quick before we get into that, can you explain a little bit like how those eight anglers I think you guys were talking about are selected to be on the the live view? So you know what I mean? Like, why is it eight, or like why is it special about those eight? So there's there's 32 anglers on the Pro Walleye Series, and the the 32 anglers, the first two days, all 32 will compete. And what we do is, uh, you know, there's the scorable fish. Every time they catch a scorable fish, that gets recorded. And over the two days, the eight anglers that have the heaviest two-day total then move into the bracket style tournament where they go head to head okay and so what you'll have is from that point forward they just have to fish against one other angler and if they have more weight that day than the other angler they're fishing against they move ahead in the bracket if they don't have more weight then they fall into the loser's bracket and we go through the third fourth and then fifth day to ultimately crown what is the champion and you know first through eighth place so the anglers kind of select themselves and okay. what's cool about it is it's the same 32 anglers it's not a different set of anglers and so we're going to be able to as the season goes on tell a really good story with these anglers and you know it it's it's kind of cool because when you you talked we talked a little bit about it before but these anglers fishing this new style tournament it, it's a reality show but it is a platform that's never been done before in the walleye industry because right now in in wisconsin it's to, to kind of drive the point home you can walk into a tackle shop and you can see bass fishermen everywhere you know they're on baits you can you know see them promotion all over the place you can go up to people and say hey who's your favorite bass anglers right and they can name you off you know half a dozen or so of them real easy but in wisconsin you can ask someone hey who do you like to follow for walleye fishing they have no idea who the walleye anglers are and so really what it is it's this is a platform that's never happened before in the walleye industry to where they have a platform to provide value for themselves, provide value for the fans, provide value for their sponsors, provide value for the industry in general. And when you start looking at how we're streaming, you know, the the best way to learn is to watch people do it. You're going to have an opportunity to sit in eight different boats for five hours a day over the course of a five-day tournament and get the greatest hands-on seminar of how to break down water, how to adapt to different tactics, how to follow the fish when the, when the conditions change. And you're going to get to see it. You know, you don't get to see the just the result and go, okay, well, this is how they're saying they caught it. You get to see the process of how they catch it and you get to watch the decision making and the frustration and you get to see the the bloopers and the, yeah. and the raw emotion. So when you look at what's available, it is just so amazing what this platform offers. What I found myself doing when the walleye tournament was going on, I was like, you know, 
if I if I was there, I'd be pitching this. And then you find somebody who's doing that and you can kind of see if like your technique or your tactic would have worked or you would have been, you know what I mean, at the bottom of the list or not. So that's what I kind of like about it is like people can kind of throw out their own opinions and they're like, okay, we're getting to whoever this angler is and he's fishing like I would fish it. And then, you know, they kind of, you know, almost find their champion to root for, you know what I mean? Oh, God, yeah. Me and Matt, we are the king of armchair angling. Yeah. You know, we would sit there and, <laughs> yeah. and we would watch it. And, and you know, it was great to see that discussion with the, you know, the chat would fire up and everyone's throwing your opinion in. And then at the end of the day, we're all wrong and the guy goes on and wins. And it, it is it is so fun to do this. Yeah. You know, it's it sounds like to me, and, you know, when I look at this tournament and things like that, it, it, it almost comes off as like a, and I think this is why people really enjoy and follow it so closely is like you know right now we're in march and march madness is coming up this is almost like an ncaa college basketball style bracket almost like a sweet 16 style to me from the outside looking in and that's what makes it so exciting would you guys agree with that or what yeah so you know again with with brian's idea he just didn't want it to be like an open style event right like he thought that the bracket style kind of like what you were alluding to is definitely what the industry needed and that's what made it it's exciting you know you're taking a one versus an eight and you you know then you get your your upsets and everything like that so the original bass side of it all the original head-to-head in 2019 the cool thing about it was is, you know, we picked eight anglers, you know, over those two different weekends. And then the, the cool thing that we had happen is through the real shot and when MLF was actually in town, we got, we had some MLF anglers here at the store, right? So we made some pretty solid connections with some of those anglers where we actually reached out to Jesse Wiggins and Brandon Coulter. And we asked those gentlemen if they would help seat these original, you know, 16 or eight over two different weekends. So that way, like there was no favoritism in it coming from, you know, us at head to head. So uh, Brandon and Jesse and then Brian's dad, Jim, who was a tiebreaker, we sent them basically resumes of the eight anglers, um, the 16 total over the two different weekends. They actually had to go through and tell us how many tournaments they fished, you know, who their sponsors are, their strong suits. And those two guys plus Jim did a phenomenal job of taking the time, reading over these resumes. And you can find that all on our Facebook and YouTube pages, you know, those original uh, interviews. And they actually seeded the anglers. So then you get into the bracket style. So then we broke it down and we, you know, you had let's say Kyle Carpenter versus, you know, Kyle Puela. And those were some of the matchups we had. And, you know, what it did is that bracket style gave us, gave us a top seat, gave us an underdog, gave us kind of the, the in-between anglers. And, and that's where you get the name and that's where you get the, you know, the head to head matchups where you might have an eight upsetting a one. And that's what also created the excitement. And like you said, at that same time, when, you know, March was hitting, basketball wasn't able to go on. Things that that also was, you know, the fell to the wayside with the the COVID going on. So that that helped fire up the fuel for people to get into head to head, seeing that bracket. And that was what the true bracketed format, you know, in conjunction with the live stream and everything like that is what really hooked hooked our viewers into, you know, head to head fishing. I wonder how long it's going to take before like FanDuel or Vegas starts betting on you guys for bets. <laughs> you know what I mean? For like what anglers are going to win. It, it, I don't think it will be to be, I don't think it will be very long. Like the other thing that we've talked about here is like fantasy fishing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm, that's what I'm dreaming up right now. Yep. We've, we've actually, and again, because Brian is such a forward thinker, it's it's been discussed and it's been in the works now where it's at right now i guess i couldn't tell you that but that definitely is a part of it and think about this like you know we have fun and we get to ask the 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 viewers the chat like who's going to catch the first fish and you know another thing that's really fun too is when an angler were to catch a let's say a walleye or a bass because our our format is plus two pounds right they got to be a two pounder in order to be a scorable fish and head to head like the chat would have a great time as well as andy and i and the other commentators and what's that weight you know and then it would just 
we'd get hundreds of comments like just like now in a blink of an eye of like, oh, that's a two six, that's a two, you know, two twelve. And that was also a fun guess. And then, you know, oh, look, they're right. And then we could have contests on top of that where, you know, hey, the first person to get gets that right, you know, it gets a head to head sticker or a head to head hat or, you know, other some of our sponsors would throw some giveaways along with that as well. So I don't I don't think you're too wrong, buddy. I don't think it'll be long before um you know, that kind of stuff is definitely happening. Yeah, there's friendly wagers in-house. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of cool. I, I mean, you guys get to see, I'm sure, a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff. So, um, you know, if, if and, you know, just from hearing you guys talk about it, you know, you're, you're extremely close with this tournament. You're passionate about it and, and getting the name out there and growing about it, which is really cool to see. And, Andy, I couldn't agree with you more about the walleye side of things. If, if there's one platform or a way to you know give walleye fishing a huge boost or some nitro in it to kind of you know send it uh, you know send it closer to the mainstream to get the word out there i think this is definitely the format to do it yeah absolutely i i truly believe as well as everyone in this place that we're going to flip the walleye industry right on its head this year i love it when, when you look at what we're about to do and and uh, you know even this past weekend we had a media day where we had most of the 32 anglers in house here and just the excitement and the camaraderie and and the eagerness to get this thing going was just amazing yeah and you know the other thing too is i want to get into a little bit about you know, kind of like the rules, like you guys just said, it's a two, it's a two pound minimum in order to be a weighable fish, or I'm sorry, a, a you know, a, a scalable fish in order to, to put it into the tournament. Can you, Andy, can you talk a little bit about like, you know, the rules set apart of, of what, you know, kind of like what the format is on a, what, like what people can be looking for in order for these anglers to be, get excited about an X amount of kind of fish or weight or whatever it is. Right. So the, the format is catch, weigh, and immediately release. Okay. And right now, the minimum fish, minimum scorable fish is going to be two pounds. Um, depending on pre-fishing, depending on circumstances, we certainly have room to adjust that. Um, I don't see it going up, but if, you know, for some reason we just got the absolute worst time on a body of water, we could certainly move it down. Okay. Uh, because at the end of the day, it's about fish catches and you want to see people catching fish. And, um, you know, if you get to a body of water and every fish is, you know, 114, 112, 112, it's, it would make for a pretty grueling tournament. But so we have that scorable fish right now at two pounds. So they catch it, they immediately weigh it and it gets released right after that and then they enter it into the waylive app and uh, each each boat will have a marshal slash official with them and so what will happen is the angler will catch it he'll get the fish the marshal slash official will have the scale in hand they bring it up to the scale they put it on the scale weigh it they confirm the weight it gets released angler goes back to fishing and then the marshal slash official will enter that into the way live. Now, we do have penalties. So um, the anglers are allowed to use landing nets. So when they go to net a fish, they can net it. But any part of the net, once the fish is in the net, cannot touch the side of the boat. So like if you can imagine netting a big walleye and bringing it in, they have to go up over the, the the rail of the boat and then they can set the net down on the floor but if they bump any part of that fish against the side of the boat or drag it over the side of the boat they'll be assessed a two-minute penalty okay. and if they try and like flip a fish into the boat they can do it they can bring it in but if any part of that fish hits the floor before they have control of the fish they'll be assessed a two-minute penalty um, there's penalties for, you know, leaving your boat. Like if you were to be fishing somewhere and in order to get the fish, you had to get out of your boat to get to fish. Um, you'll be assessed penalties for that. And then there's also penalties for, um, while the, while they're pre-fishing, um, they can be on the water at official sunrise and then they have to be off the water at official sunset. Um, so there could be penalties in, in pre-fishing as well. The other cool thing is all the tournament waters 
go off limits 30 days prior to the event. And so none of the anglers can get on the water and they're not able to solicit or receive information outside of the 32 anglers. They can go on um, you know, the website, they can, they can do research of the body of water. They just can't talk to other people. They can't talk to guides or friends or other people who are familiar with the water. So it truly levels that playing field. And obviously if somebody would receive information and, and wouldn't report it, um, there would obviously be penalties assessed with that. And then, um, so I'm going to kind of give you a little overview of how the whole thing is going to break down. Yeah, please. So again, 30 days prior, the waters go off limits. And then when uh, they get there, there's three days of official practice. So they have three days to go out and break the water down. At the end of those three days, then there are the five days of competition. And again, the first two days, all 32 fish. And then the remaining uh, days, three through five, it's the bracket style tournament with uh, what we call the Elite Eight. And they fish to determine first through eighth place. And um, during the tournament, each angler will, will be in their own boat. And they're going to have an official slash marshal along with a cameraman. And the official marshal, they're responsible for calling penalties. And they're also responsible for weighing the fish and entering it into the Way Live app. And um, so it, it's just going to be a, a, a pretty cool thing. The, the big change this year for walleye fishing is that there is no live bait allowed uh, during the tournament. So all of this is going to be artificial only. Wow. And what that opens up, it's pretty exciting because it, it's going to allow for lure creation, lure designs. It's going to allow for guys to tinker. It's going to allow for more opportunity to work with lure manufacturers and sponsors. Again, to do things in the walleye industry that's never really been done before. And it, it's just another, it's another component where it's kind of a first. Oh, I love that idea. I mean, th- that not only that, but it's going to expand and show the the audience and the fans how much more you can do with artificial baits. And you don't just have to always go to the bait store, or always think you have to have a jig and a minnow on or whatever it is. This is, I mean, I think, I think everyone's going to learn a ton from that format. Yeah, absolutely. It it just the potential to truly flip the industry on its head is is there. Yeah. And it's just there's so much excitement going into about it. There's there's some anglers who are really comfortable going to this artificial only format. Mm-hmm. And there's some anglers who are admittedly like, you know, I, I got to figure it out. You know, I'm I'm behind the eight ball on this and I really need to figure it out. What now talking a little bit about the anglers. um, you know, when you guys were, you know, this thing started to grab some legs and things like that, were these pros and other people from all over starting to come to you? Were you guys just kind of taken back by the the amount of inquiries to get in on the tournament? So what what we did once we once we decided to move forward with it, there the thirty two anglers were selected through an interview process. So last year, anglers had an opportunity to send their resume in mm-hmm. or send their application in to be part of the pro walleye. Um, series and we looked we took looked at the applications and we went through it uh, we went through an interview process and we selected what we felt was the best 32 anglers for what we're trying to accomplish this year and once we got those 32 anglers we we sent out uh, invitations for those anglers and um, you know ended up selecting them that way Okay. And then what about what qualifies people to be like a marshal? Is there like, does head to have, have some kind of like training where you have all of them in one day and say, look for these rules, almost like, you know, like a referee almost. Cause that's the way I'm kind of seeing it is like, you know, they, you've got a lot of eyes on the anglers and I would imagine these marshals kind of got to be, you know, pretty much on their feet at all times to look for things. Cause if not, there's going to be a lot of people that catch, catch it on the on the live stream right you know it's kind of funny last year um that 
that fell on the cameraman. And we had a couple cameramen last year have some interesting uh, interactions with the anglers where, you know, certain certain rules were called. But what what it is is so how you become a marshal, and it's kind of cool you brought this up, is uh, there's a, a gold membership that we have. And you go to h2hfishing.com, and you're able to find all the information on how to become a gold member, but you need to be a gold member in order to become a marshal. And if you think about all the benefits to being a marshal over the course of this tournament, what you are going to learn, it is just such a remarkable opportunity. When those marshals are selected, there on Sunday, there's going to be a rules meeting day um, before the official tournament kicks off. And during that is when we go over with all the marshals what their responsibilities are. We go over essentially the rule book and they're all going to have a copy of the rule book and we're all going to be in contact with them. You know, so we'll be able to answer any questions if any questions should come up. Yeah. So th- let's get into the memberships a little bit because I feel like you know, this, you guys were talking about how the pro submitted applications and things like that. How can others like, you know, myself or anybody else throughout the Midwest or wherever get involved with head to head fishing? Yeah. So, um, the cool thing is, is we have a couple of open events on the bass side and then the walleye side, we have a open event that's coming up rather quick. It's March 15th through the 19th. And that again is going to be on the Fox river and De Pere. So that event is, as of right now, you know, the only standalone walleye event we're going to have. So it's a hundred boat field. So it's a little different than our regular head to head, you know, that that we just got done speaking about. So it's a hundred boats and there is a deadline. So if any of your fans are interested, like March 7th at midnight is the deadline for somebody to get into that event. And then the cool thing about that is, that's where we we felt like we had to expand on our events because last year with it only being you know 16 anglers it filled up so quickly that there was quite a few people that were kind of disappointed they didn't get their opportunity to well let's just say it flex their muscle and be uh, on a head-to-head event you know like we talked about there was a lot of people being armchair anglers with Andy and I, and, who were, you know, they, they wanted to get in. Well, now with that 100-bolt field, you know, those anglers have their opportunity to get themselves into a walleye event, or as if you're not a walleye angler, a bass angler, and fish those events. And like Andy talked about earlier, all that information is on, at h2hfishing.com. But, you know, that's where if anybody wants to be a part of, you know, wants to fish an event, that's their opportunity. Now, if they have no inklings of fishing, they just love enjoying the content and stuff like that. You know, the gold membership is what's going to allow angler or, you know, fans to be a part of that. So, you know, not only do they get discounts, so we're offering a 10% discount through the realshot.com, who again is our, you know, tackle provider for head to head. Um, they also will get free shipping, you know, on, on that membership as well. They'll get the opportunity to be a PWS marshal. We send you all the goodies, a goodie pack. It's got a, a couple of towels in it. It's got a couple of stickers in it. You actually get you get a member ID card that we're working with some of our sponsors. So, you know, if you have this card and once we get those details solidified, you could present that to maybe some of our sponsors, maybe some of our local sponsors, and then you know they may have perks for you as well for becoming a member. Um, the one thing that's key in this whole thing about the members is, you know, we're talking about the gold membership quite a bit, and you have to be a member of some kind. Like we we have the gold and we have the silver, and the silver is a a forty dollar um, membership, and that just gets you the privileges to fish a head to head event. So if anybody wants to fish an event, they first have to become a member. And there's 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 a lot of opportunities that be, you know with having a membership. First and foremost, I mean, we're working on club affiliations. Kyle Carpenter has been going to a lot of different clubs, not just in Wisconsin and in neighboring states and getting introducing clubs to if they are familiar and have opportunities, they want to affiliate themselves with head to heads. You know, there's opportunities for that. But um, the gold membership is a hundred dollar membership. But if you do the math backwards on that, well, if you want to fish an event anyways, you're going to pay 40. 
Well, if you want to take advantage of the 10% and the free shipping, we all buy tons and tons of fishing products, right? We don't like to tell our significant other how much we really spend on that. Right. But, you know, like Andy likes to talk about that on our Meet the Angler podcast, he's already, you know, got back his $100 that he spent on a gold membership just in his tackle purchases through the realshot.com. You know, then if you add up all the little, let's just call it head-to-head swag that we send you, realistically, by the time you're done paying for that, it's about a $30 membership. Well, the other so, reason, the other reason why I like it too is there's like, you know, think about when you think about the big stores where like you got to spend, you know, any purchase over $250, you get free shipping or whatever it is. You know, like here you can stock up on whatever it is and spend what you want to. You get that 10% off and then you get the free shipping on top of that. So that right there is, you know, it's it's a great way and it's a, you know, it's, it's the same price as an Amazon membership damn near, so... Yeah. And the, and the, the cool thing about it is because it's so, you know, lucrative as being a member, we create your own account. So anytime you log into the realshot.com under your information, you know, everything you see that you're interested in purchasing is coming up at the discounted price already, right? Like you don't have to, you know, you don't have to, um, check out, you don't have to enter a coupon code or anything like that. As soon as you log in under your information, you know, you're you're getting the opportunity to see those discounted baits already. And one thing that we don't drive home enough is the uh, the ability to chat one on one with not only the anglers at certain times, but the commentators. So last year, you know, the comments were open to everybody. Now this year, you know, again, we there, I can't tell you enough, Lee, like, there was thousands and thousands of comments at one time and Andy and I and all the rest of the commentators, we did our best to read every single comment and try to get to them as much as we could, but there's just really no way to do that. So, you know, that's the benefit of the, you know, the other big benefit that we don't drive home enough of being a goal member is you get that one-on-one opportunity. And, you know, especially through sponsors, there's going to be certain giveaways that goal members are only going to be, only going to be the you know eligible for those kind of things so i mean you know we talk about the discount we talk about the free shipping the swag the opportunity to be a pws marshal like once you start really thinking about what you're getting for a hundred dollars it's definitely worth the hundred dollar investment yeah here's the other thing that i like about it i think that this style of fishing is it's great for the the aspiring you know quote unquote weekend warriors or whatever it is, like you said, the armchair anglers that, that think that they can do, you know, they can compete and all that kind of stuff. This is a really, in my opinion, a minimal fee and entry into what could, you know, totally start a career for somebody in professional fishing or whatever it is. You know, I think that in my opinion, the head to head could be a staple almost like, Hey, I've won X amount of, you know, head to head, uh, events and it's like a resume to add to an angler's card to promote you know not only themselves but you know to get in front of sponsors and all that other kind of stuff to make an, a household name for themselves. And you you hit a great point because when when I first got into angling in 2008, I I could not catch a cold in the middle of the lake in December. You know I mean I was horrible at it right and. How I shortened my learning curve was plugging in, you know, at that time it was it was through bass. And bass got me in touch with local clubs, which got me in touch with local people. And I was able to go out with these local pros and I was able to shorten my learning curve by, I mean, it's ridiculous, by 40 years, right? Mm-hmm. And what we're providing here for a platform is able to do it even quicker for a new person wanting to learn because there has never been a five-day seminar with you know 32 of the best anglers in the nation showing you exactly what to do at any given moment and when you look at the learning side the seminar side this is where it just is so exciting so yeah if you're in and i always tell people you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, I'm just a weekend warrior. I don't need this or I don't need that. And I tell them I disagree because 
A weekend warrior is much more limited to the amount of time that they can go on the water. So they don't have hundreds of hours to dedicate each year to learn, right? They have to make their shots count. So if you're only going out four, five, six times during the season, you want to make that time count. You don't want to be wasting your time doing what you have no idea if it works or not. Right. Getting getting this membership, jumping in, watching this seminar, it, it is just amazing. And the other cool thing with this membership is these people get information before the, the general public. So if we have something cool with a sponsor, if we have something cool promotion-wise, we send that information out to these gold members before anyone else gets it. And then they have an opportunity to get it before everyone else does. That's great. Yeah. I mean, it's a no brainer, especially like when you said the, the accelerating fact, you know, the, think about the monsters that they're going to be creating of that person sitting in the boat. <laughs> if, if someone's just a sponge, just absorbing all this information from the pro and watching them, you know, it, you're not watching a, a fishing show anymore, promoting a certain bait or anything. You're watching like what works and what needs to be done to catch fish. And it's like you said, it's, it's real, it's live and it's like super raw in my opinion. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's like the hard knocks of like how to catch fish. There are no more secrets during a head-to-head event. Like they'll do their best to maybe hide certain things, you know, where again, if you were a marshal, you would absolutely get to see it, you know, in real time. But, you know, we had that, we had talked about that with one of our anglers this weekend at our media day when we were on the ice on Saturday, you know, catching whitefish with Brad Alexander. And one of the anglers is like, you know, you, you may think that we can't hide certain things. And again, they're not doing it to cheat or anything like mm-hmm. that. There's just certain things that you can do. You can turn your back, oh, so yeah. on and so forth. And with the marshal and the boat, there really are no opportunities to hide that stuff. But the, the secrets that the walleye industry has been known for for years, and all our anglers are obviously cool with this, they're gone. Right. Because that camera is rolling and, you know, there's certain boundaries that they can't go into because if we can't live stream, you're not getting your coverage. Right. So you absolutely have to be honest with not only the marshal that's in the boat, but because you got to remember, man, that camera is on you for five hours nonstop. So you're going to get to see in real time. If that flicker shad really does produce baits, if that walleye nation creations, you know, shaky shad is, is the bait, if it runs true and all that kind of stuff. And you know, how, how a Meg's rod performs under, you know, with certain product or, you know, throwing certain baits and everything like that, there are no secrets left, you know, head to head is going to do its best to to show that all in, in a great way. You know, and, and almost equally as important to that is how they set their equipment up. You know, when you look at electronics, when you look at boat control, when you look at, um, you know, the knots they tied, the leaders, the lead core, you know, all of these different components and, you know, with fishing, there's endless variables, right? And you're going to get to see how these top anglers break it down, do it, set it up. You can ask questions. I mean, we one of the questions that we would ask people this past weekend was, if you were just starting out or, or you're on the beginning of this journey and you had an opportunity like there is now to become a marshal, what would it have done for your fishing career? And every single one of them said it, it would be priceless. They said what we would have been able to learn and to do and, and how far we would have been able to advance. They said it would have been just priceless. Sure. Well, not only being a marshal, but just watching the event themselves. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like you said, there's a lot, so many other formats out there that you're you're finding out maybe a month later of actually you know what was producing and all that kind of stuff and and you know just the opportunity to watch it live gives you confidence as a consumer that you know what like a lot of these baits in my tackle box or a lot of these products that I think I want maybe I I really do need that bait because this is this ideal lake maybe not it's even though it's not in my state is giving me that confidence now as a consumer to fish that bait and, and hopefully produce more, you know, hook sets on it. You know, that's kind of a cool point because a lot of the shows that, that we watch right now were filmed last year. Yep. Right. Yeah. And, and, and just like we're saying, and, and they're filmed with 
you know, maybe prototype lures, maybe things that aren't available to the public. And now you're going to see exactly what's available to the public and you're going to be able to, you know, jump onto realshot.com and get some. Well, and the two, the other thing too, Lee, is a lot of our anglers are going to be learning this year because, you know, talking with quite a few of our anglers during the Meet the Angler podcast that we do a couple of times a week, like there's still plenty of them that are waiting for boats. They're waiting for electronics to come in. So, you know, maybe you're not going to see it at the first event on the Detroit River, but there's been a lot of them that say, you know, I have to trust the gear that I have, but there is a certain electronic that I'm running this year that I'm going to have to be learning on the fly as well as, the, you know, that's going to give the, again, the consumer the opportunity to be like, well, there's a glitch there. Or there's a glitch there. Or, oh, my God, that thing really does change the game. Because on the De Pere events that we had last year, one of the things that was so, you know, uh, priceless for most of these anglers was, let, let's say, like Garmin, the live scoping capabilities to pan and to find fish and to make sure it really was a wally and make a precision cast where, you know, instead of being an eight-hour event, our five-hour event, you need to be efficient and you need to be precise and you can't waste a whole lot of time. So really nailing down what each tactic is saying or doing, like Andy was saying, is going to be just going to be so huge to everybody that's involved as well, you know, the anglers and the fans alone. Yeah. And, you know, getting, talking about you know, what I had mentioned and you guys just mentioned earlier about the confidence that it gives anglers. I mean, you know, the, the where anglers can take it after this, after being a marshal or watching the live streams and all the kind of stuff like that is like the top hasn't even come off this thing yet of the potential of what it's going to do, not only for fishing, but indiv- on an individual basis, which which is why I like that hundred dollar membership. I, when you think about it, it's really it's really nothing that for the cost of entry of what is going to be available. And I think it's super cool. Um, so it's safe to say that we're going to see Lee signed up probably after this podcast. Yeah. A new goal member for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, then you guys are going to start bringing stuff to Michigan, which I'm going to be even more pumped about. Yeah. Well, I mean, how far are you from the Detroit river? I'm about 35 minutes South. Oh, there you go, buddy. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be there April 9th through the 16th. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that event out. Um, yeah, make, make sure you do it. That'll be fun to, to meet you in person. There's two more things I want to get at, and then I'll let you guys go because I know you guys are super busy. One is I want to comment on the fact that, you know, the thing about Head to Head is it, is the content that you guys roll out on your social media on a consistent basis um, when it comes to Meet the Angler podcast, keeping people informed, Um it seems like you guys throw up multiple posts a day to keep everybody engaged, which is really nice because you know it's you're creating a um, a group and almost like a camaraderie with everybody on a on a weekly basis. Can you talk just briefly about what Meet the Angler is, and then I want to ask one more question before we depart. Yeah, so Meet the Angler is the opportunity for the fans to not only get to meet these, you know, these select 32 that we're lucky enough to have fishing our events, but to be honest with you, because we're still trying to adhere to, you know, certain things and that are going on in the world right now, this is an opportunity for myself and the rest of the commentators to get to know these anglers as well. And if I was going to say one thing, I mean, we're creating characters. Some of these anglers don't need it at all. I mean, like Andy's talked about, we have Hall of Famers. We have anglers that have been fishing, you know, on the professional side for 10 to 20 years where they've already been established. But on the flip side of that, we have anglers that are really just kind of breaking ground where they've fished events but maybe not with the succession that somebody some of the other anglers have and you know what we try to treat the man meet the angler podcast is is that's i guess i could only say that's really what it is like right like we we talk fishing and we talk head to head on there but you know andy and i like to do a little homework and find out some some fin facts as we call them at head to head fishing you know some outside style top topics that you know, it just helps you, the fan, to get to know these individuals a little bit more. And it also creates, you know, who is your fan favorite then at head-to-head fishing? Like I could say like, 
hey, man, we got Mike Goldfron fishing this event. And right there, you're going to get, you know, hundreds and hundreds of fans, right? right, Just because he's Mike Goldfron, he is a Hall of Fame angler. But then if I tell you you're, you're who Jesse Brady is or I introduce the world to Jesse Brady, I, I'll be – and I don't think Jesse would even – deny this fact jesse jesse brady was created from head to head Mm -hmm. he's a successful angler outside but he we did his meet the angler podcast and you know like a fin fact again like that's what we call fun facts here at head to head a fin fact is uh when we did jesse brady's um meet the angler we're like so jesse brady tell us an interesting story about your social media and he's kind of like he looked at you know via skype he looked at me interested and he's like what do you mean and he's like Oh, you want me to tell you that I didn't have social media before head to head? He goes, and he goes, you're not wrong. He goes, I had a Facebook account, was not that active on it. Or no, he actually didn't. He his, didn't. His friends made him. His friends and, one. and Brian's dad made him create one because he came into the studio and commentated after his event, you know, after he didn't, you know, move on to the championship round. And, you know, the, the cool thing about that is, Anybody that watches and, you know, follows head to head, whether you're watching it live or you're listening to on our Mixler, the app, which is like the radio version of it, they know who Jesse Brady is. And Jesse Brady, you know, created the Purple Passion Rip and Rap. Like that bait was out there, but the way he fished that bait and the way he was pounding fish on, you know, Jesse Brady sold that bait for him. So after he created his event or his Facebook page, Shortly after his event, I think he said he got like a thousand Facebook requests right. in a matter of forty-eight hours. I mean, I've been I've been on social media for eleven <laughs> years and I don't have a thousand <laughs> Facebook requests yet. You know, yeah, like me neither. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, and so like, so that's what we're trying to do with these Meet the Angler podcasts that we that we host at you know the Fix Studios is it gives you the opportunity as a little more insight to who these anglers really are. We all know their credentials. We all know that, you know, some of them are, you know, the top winningest, you know, money winningest anglers in the industry. Some have, you know, so many top 10 finishes and all that kind of stuff. But here, here's the real deal is those formats that they fished before didn't do that the way those anglers deserved. And Kyle likes to say that he goes head to head fishing is not only for the fans, but it's for the anglers and it gives them you know, the many years that they, you weren't known because you didn't have this boat or you didn't do, you didn't have this sponsor. Hey, we, we have some amazing sponsors and we hope to gather a whole lot more, but it's not about us. And it's not about, you know, what we can benefit from, from it. It's what the anglers can benefit from it. Yeah. And that's what I was alluding to earlier about head to head tournament becoming the staple in the industry for young anglers or even aspiring anglers that want to make a name for themselves in the competitive fishing world. This is a fast track to do it. And I think that, you know, rather than waiting and paying the huge cost of entry to get into like an NWT tournament or, you know, whatever, a Bassmasters tournament or whatever it is, you know, here, I think that, you know, you could really make a name for yourself and head to head and, and be known at a, a significant rate. Uh, and go ahead. Oh, I was going to say that their, their opportunity hits right here, March 15th through the 19th. If they're on the walleye side of it, I mean, that's the opportunity for maybe a, a weekend angler to come through and create their staple in the walleye industry and just show really that, Hey, I can I can fish some local clubs, derbies, and I can win, but can I really do it when the pressure's on? That's their opportunity. That's right. So that's uh, March fifteenth. That'll be the walleye opener on the Fox River in De Pere. That's correct. That is correct. Yep. yep. And that's a hundred boat field. And then um, the last chance to get in for that is March seventh at midnight. That is correct, man. You're a fast learner, Lee. All right. And then the last thing I want to talk about just real quick, um, Andy, can you touch on the prizes that uh, folks can win when they win these tournaments? Yeah. So it, it's actually quite a bit. You know, when, when you look at uh, the regular events, top prize is going to be $35,000. And so first place is pretty sizable. And then from, you know, there on down to top eight, we'll get prize money. Going into our championship on Chautauqua in New York in October, 
the top prize is $50,000. And it is a pretty substantial payday for the winners there. And the championship is all entry free. The the anglers that qualify for that um, get to go there and they don't have to pay any entry fees for the chance of winning $50,000 there. So it's uh, some substantial money that's up in the air. Awesome. Well, guys, I mean, I hope I get to talk to you guys again and have you on in the future. This is just, like I said, the top is just starting to come off this thing, in my opinion, and the potential of it is, you know, it's going to be fun to see where it goes. But um, I want to thank you guys for coming on the podcast. Again, just throw out there, again, where folks can go more to learn about head-to-head fishing and uh, where to follow you guys on social. Awesome. Headtoheadfishing.com, and it's all with the number two, not with uh, spelling it out. So h2hfishing.com is the website. You can get all the information, dates, find out memberships, find out any information you want. Uh, Facebook, it's head to head fishing, and YouTube is head to head fishing. Perfect. All right. Well, boys, again, thanks for coming on. Matt and Andy, we'll, uh, we'll be following along, and I'll tell you what, you're going to see me sign up here real quick. Awesome. Thank you so much for having us, Lee. It was a lot of fun. All right. Thanks, Matt. See you guys. See you, Andy. Yeah, man. Thanks, Lee. Huh? How about that? Episode number 57. I want to thank Matt and Andy from Head to Head Fishing for coming on the podcast. And if you just take, you know, a few minutes to, you know, head on over to headtoheadfishing.com and digest everything that we just talked about, the potential for not only you as an angler to benefit to learn from you know professionals of being in their boat to being one of the the marshals on the boat and or just take advantage of sitting down to take the time to watch the tournament live of what you can learn to become a better bass angler walleye angler whatever i i highly urge you to to really consider you know taking part and watching head-to-head fishing and also if you're one of those individuals that's looking to you know make a name for themselves in the competitive fishing world whether that be bass or walleye this is a great platform for you to get involved in and start making a name for yourself go to some of those those open um registration events that that are coming locally to your area and try to win those damn things and make a name for yourself and this is a a fast-tracked way to become uh you know a familiar face in the head-to-head fishing world and to start to make a name for yourself if you think you can go out there and compete and uh you know do this so i highly encourage you guys to get involved head over to headtoheadfishing.com that's h2hfishing.com again i want to thank andy and matt for coming on the podcast and uh, you guys can be sure you'll be hearing more from them not only on social media but hopefully more on this podcast as well so again i want to thank everybody for listening and uh, we'll see you here next time